listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This week, I want to share a little God story that just is an encouragement about how God speaks to us, how he encourages us, and how he reassures us through all different means. I know we've talked a bit about dreams this year and how those work. This does, in fact, include a dream, but it's such a beautiful example of how God can speak through dreams and how he can and will confirm whether a dream is from him, and even how to interpret it biblically. But it also touches on a number of other things. So, recently, I have been praying into some very specific things, and God has told me a number of things very clearly about the situation that I'm praying into with his guidance. And one of the words that he has given me this year in regards to this situation is that God will not be mocked. There will be times when the enemy will taunt and that he will try to make it look like God is not going to do what he said he would do or God will not win the battle. But the truth is that God will not be mocked. It doesn't matter what it looks like in a moment. It doesn't matter what it feels like in a moment. It doesn't matter what the facts say. The truth is that God will not be mocked and God will fulfill every single promise he has ever made. So, this is a word that God had given me earlier this year, probably in May, May or June. And he had me write it down somewhere in my house where I could see it. And the other night, you know, I was getting ready for bed, and I just felt the Lord say, remember what I said about that word. God will not be mocked. And I felt myself look at where I had written that word for myself to see every day, just as God told me to do. And I felt myself look at that and need to remember what that truly means. God will not be mocked. That means his promises will come to pass. His word is sure. It doesn't matter what the enemy is doing. God will not be mocked. There is power in that word. And I found myself just feeling a sense from the Holy Spirit that I really needed to meditate on that word and the fullness of what it means and remember that because God has been working very, very powerfully in my life and in situations and in others. And it's important when things feel pressed and when things feel difficult to remember his words, and especially to stand in faith. And what a better way to stand in faith than to remember God will not be mocked. His promises will come to pass. So that night, I feel myself drawn to that word that God gave me, which is a word in the Bible. And I just stared at it. I stared at that truth, at that promise from the Lord, and I really meditated on each word. Then I went to sleep. And in the wee hours of the morning, I had a dream. In the dream, it was like there was a small house party and people were coming and going. 
and just visiting and snacking. You know how it is with holiday parties and things going on. God has given me a few dreams recently with just these house holiday parties, and I'm sure that it's because there are so many going on right now. But God's speaking to me in very different ways in each of these dreams. So in this particular one, one of my friends, a good prophetic friend of mine from a couple of the groups that I'm in came, and he sat down on the couch in the dream, and I went over to say hi and visit and, you know, just talk to him for a little bit, and we started talking about things that God was doing, and prayer, and prayer assignments, and running, and just a number of God things. I don't remember the content of our conversation at all for that part. I just know that we were talking about prayer, and we were talking about God, and possibly about running. So then he pulls out a chocolate bar, a pretty fancy, yummy-looking chocolate bar, and he hands or he holds the chocolate bar out to me, and it was a full chocolate bar that had four sections. You know how sometimes chocolate bars have sections that you can break off? It was like that. had sections you could break off, and there were four sections, and he like held it out to me so that I could break off a piece of the chocolate bar for myself. He was giving me some of the chocolate. And I went to break off a piece, and when I did, I accidentally broke all four pieces, and they all fell into his hands, so he just handed me a piece. And I thanked him, and I took the piece, and I looked at it, and I looked at him, and I said, is this European chocolate? And he gives me this look like, yeah, it is, and you know that European chocolate is the best chocolate. So a little backstory on European chocolate for me. I love good European chocolate. It is the best chocolate. And a lot of it you can't find in the United States. So I was super excited to have some good European chocolate. This was a special gift for me. Because European chocolate, good quality European chocolate, is a special gift for me. So I take this European chocolate and I take a bite. And the center was filled with something. And I kind of glance at the center. And he tells me it's almond and cherry flavored. And I can see inside the chocolate that there's almond paste and a little bit of cherry, and it's delicious. So I, and it's dark chocolate other than that. Things that I love, by the way. So I finish eating the chocolate and I thank him, and that's all I really remember of the dream. So I wake up at about 5.20 in the morning to write this dream down. And I pull out my phone to record this dream, and I notice that the very same friend that had visited me in the dream and given me this chocolate was actually, had messaged me that morning, probably right before I woke up to record the dream. So I made note of that and thought, wow, that's interesting. But I didn't look at his message right away. I just, I went to record the dream first because a lot of the time when we wake up, we remember dreams the most when we first wake up, most of the time. So I try to record them as quickly as I can and in as much detail as I can as soon as I first wake up. So I go and I start recording my dream and I finish recording it. And I know a lot of the time when people give you something like a gift in a dream, it means they're actually giving you a gift. Something's being imparted to you or they are giving you a gift. In this case, I thought, oh, Todd has something for me. Now, I didn't know if Todd represented himself in that moment 
or something from the Holy Spirit, but I knew that God was imparting something to me and God was giving me a gift. And in this dream, he used Todd. So I finished recording the dream and I'm like, I wonder what Todd has sent me. So I go over to the message that Todd has sent me and I see that I have a message from from him that says that he had been at a sermon and in the sermon, he started hearing God say, God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. And he remembered the word that I had gotten, God will not be mocked, months before. Now remember what I was meditating on before I went to bed that night. I was meditating on that word that God had given me. And I felt a weight and an importance on it in that moment. So then I have this chocolate bar dream. Then I see this message from my friend. And in the message, he's telling me that he was at a sermon a few days before and that he, in the middle of the sermon, started hearing the same word that I had heard. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. And he said that he heard it again a few days after that. And he said, I just wanted you to know that what God already told you, God is starting to tell other people now and other prophets. So I was like, wow, okay, there's weight on this word right now. God encouraged me with it last night. God reminded me of it last night. He had me meditate on it last night. Then God gives me this impartation dream this morning and shows me that Todd is about to give me a gift from the Lord. And then I wake up to the gift. My friend has literally left me this message that tells me the exact same word, that he started hearing the same word from the Lord that God had already been speaking to me, but months later. So God encourages me yet again. I feel the weight on the word the night before. And God says, you've heard correctly, right? He says there is weight on this word right now, and he encourages me that he is speaking and that he will still not be mocked, that his promise is coming to pass. So then it gets a little better, and this is where we can dig into our dreams a little bit deeper. Now, a lot of people might have just left it at that (laughs) and said, okay, well, I got the gift. My friend gave me the gift. They literally gave me the gift in real life. That's what the dream was about. But I just had a sense that there was even more in it for me than that because I remembered some very specific details very vividly, like the fact that that chocolate bar was almond and cherry and dark chocolate. So some of that is just that it's decadent and that I love it. Cherry relates to the color red, which relates to the blood of Jesus. So there's that, which there's always power in the blood of Jesus. But almond, as soon as I thought about it, and I'm like, I know that there's a Bible verse about almonds. I don't know that there is one about cherries. I haven't been able to find any verses about cherries or berries, but sometimes they can relate to their color and other things like I just mentioned. But I know that I've heard Bible verses about almonds and almond branches. So I just did a little bit of a Bible study. I highly encourage you to do this while interpreting your dreams. This is how we dig deeper into our dreams and we even test them with the word of God, right? Now, my dream was already tested and proven with the word of God because my friend literally gave me a word from the Lord that I had gotten that actually is a Bible verse as well. 
but I knew there was something even deeper in this. So I looked up every verse in the Bible that had to do with almonds. And here is what I found. Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. Then the Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And verse 12, and the Lord said, that's right. And it means that I am watching and I will certainly carry out all of my plans. There are some, this is the New Living Translation. There are some other versions that say, God said, you have seen correctly. Now I am watching over my word to see that it is fulfilled. So Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. Well, guess what? God's saying that he is watching, that you have seen correctly. That's right. You've seen correctly. And I am watching over my word to see that it is fulfilled. I will certainly carry out my plans. What does that mean? God will not be mocked. So God had me look at the mirror and read that. Now, this isn't the same verse that says God will not be mocked, but it means the same thing. If God said it, he will do it. He will certainly carry out all of his plans, just as it says in Jeremiah 1 and 12. He is watching over his word to see that it is fulfilled, meaning God won't be mocked. His plans will be carried out. His words will be fulfilled. So God spoke to me in the original word. He put a weight on it again. He brought it up to he brought a dream to me that was about getting a gift. He gave me the very same word through a friend. But then when I dove deeper into that dream, he said the same thing to me, but in a deeper way that has even deeper meaning to me. He said that I have seen correctly and that he is watching over his word to see that it is fulfilled in my life, that he will carry out all of his plans. God will not be mocked. So one, I just believe that that's a super encouraging word, and I want to encourage you with that, that those are truths in the Bible. When you have seen correctly, when God's word has been confirmed to you and he has given you promises, he carries out his plans. He watches over them to see that they are fulfilled. He certainly does it. God will not be mocked. But I also want to encourage you with that as you dive deeper into hearing from the Lord yourself to not diminish or set aside or even ignore the many ways that God speaks to us. He didn't even speak to me in just one way about this. He spoke to me in multiple ways. And the deeper it went, the richer it got. And this is a great example of how God also reveals the meaning of dreams to us, right? He put something in my spirit the night before. He dropped the dream in me, which if I had looked up almonds and cherries without even getting that message from my friend, I would have still found this word in the Bible. I would have seen that God said, I've seen correctly, and he will certainly carry out all of his plans. That he is fulfilling his word. So I already would have gotten this. But then God also chose to speak to me through another prophetic voice. He chose to speak to me through another person. So those are three ways 
back to back to back that God speaks. He spoke to me through an impression through the Holy Spirit the night before. That sense that I needed to meditate on that word, that was a feeling or an impression from God. That dream that I had, that was a seer vision, but it was a dream in the night, right? He gave me that dream and he imparted that gift to me and he dropped that word for me. Then he spoke to me through another person and confirmed it even through another prophetic voice, a good friend of mine that I know that I can trust. So God speaks in multiple ways and he confirms his word in multiple ways. He gave me the impression. He gave me the dream. He spoke to me through another person. He confirmed his word. That was a three-part confirmation. Do you know what else it says is that things are established in twos and threes where two or more are gathered together. There it is done. So God confirmed his word. He put it in three. He set it in stone. I just wanted to encourage you with that and then encourage you also. I could have stopped there with the interpretation, but I didn't. I dove deeper and there was deeper richness that God had for me in that word, in that dream. So I encourage you, when you get those feelings, those impressions, write them down. When you see something, you see a vision, you dream a dream, write them down. When you get a word from a friend or, you know, a prophetic person or a prophet, write them down. When you hear what you believe to be the audible voice of God, write it down and dig a little bit deeper. The word will be confirmed by God if it's from him, and he will unpack it and bring deeper richness to it. And you might even see in those things that some of the impressions that you're getting, some of the senses that you're getting, those things are often confirmed by other impressions and senses, by things that just show up even in the natural world around you. You know, it's very possible I'm going to start seeing almonds all over the place right now. In fact, I have seen some chocolate bars with some almonds in them recently. But God speaks in so many different ways, and there is richness in every way that he speaks. I hope that encourages your heart this week, and I will talk to you next week. Have a blessed week, everyone. And as the holidays approach, I hope that you enjoy wonderful time with the Lord with family and friends, and that you know that you are loved so much by God, no matter what you are dealing with this season. Have a blessed week, everyone. Where do you begin?